I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filippone. Jets Dolphins. Oh, this report pissed me off. I know. Uh, That's why I brought it up here. I I, I knew my audience. Yeah, you really do. Spencer's the producer, but... You do the Thursday rundowns. I do the Sunday rundowns. This is this is. Are you buying reports that uh, Mike McDaniel's job's in jeopardy because of the losing streak? Are you? Uh, in in one very specific way, yes. In one very specific way, I do think yes. Sort of way. Yeah, in the in the I can't predict the future statement today. To me, reeked of. Uh, if you really, really want me, you know my agent's number. But you need to really, really, really want me. It's going to take a lot. You better give me an offer that I can't refuse to get me to leave Michigan. And Stephen Ross, for people who don't know, the owner of the Dolphins is like the biggest Michigan booster. And he's flirted with Harbaugh publicly on and off for a long time. Um, Would you rather I mean, have Harbaugh or McDaniel? McDaniel. McDaniel. I... Harbaugh is a good coach. He's had success in the NFL with varying quarterbacks. But McDaniel feels like he's the present and the future of the NFL. Like, just like with the grouping of coaches that he has come up with that are having that level of offensive success in the league, it's it's the new Andy Reid tree is the McVeigh, Shanahan, LaFleur, McDaniel, Taylor, like th- those guys, like that that's what you want. And so I think let it's me, ins- let me just throw something out there for you. Okay? I, just, I, I think you. I think it's completely insane. But let me just stop you for a second. Okay. Would you would both sides say yes to this trade? Mike McDaniel for Sean Payton. New Orleans and Miami. The Dolphins get Payton. The Saints get McDaniel. I mean, the Saints would a thousand percent say yes. And I think Miami would too, because they wanted Peyton. So why don't the Saints just blow Dennis Allen out of there and trade and swap straight up McDaniel for... Well, would McDaniel say, I don't want to coach the Saints, fire me? Basically, he might. Right, right. So has that ever happened? I mean, coaches have been traded for comp. But why couldn't they be traded for each other if everybody involved agreed? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that'd be well, and I mean, because, players don't have to agree. Because my point is 
McDaniel is one of these coaches where if Ross did something rash, he would get swept. He would get swooped up immediately. He'd be hired immediately. So if he's fed up with the guy because they collapse, why wouldn't you try to get something for him? Is my point. Oh no, it's it's a. Do you think the Saints would rather have Mike McDaniel or a first round pick and then just hire a coach? Oh, I think they'd rather have McDaniel because of exactly what you just said. I think they feel like they're getting a geekier, younger version of Sean Payton. Oh, I think he's ve- he, I think he's very valuable, but I think tr- give me a first round pick and then I will just hire Mike McDaniel. Like I I'd want, I don't I'd think want... Mike McDaniel, if left to his own devices, would pick the Saints. No, I think he would try to. I mean, depending on what happens with Brandon Staley, I, I think that's the job that everybody's waiting for. I think it's the job that Sean Payton's waiting for. I think it's the job that any anybody who would be maneuvering in that way is waiting for. Are the Chargers going to give Herbert an offensive coach? Um, all right, Titans-Jaguars, finally. Let's talk a little gambling here. What do you make of the line? It, you, I'm I'm going to... I'm going to pull it up right now to see if it's, to see if it's moved. Is it but six it and is, a half? It's still Jaguars six and a half. So... Because it's I'm Josh Dobbs at quarterback for Tennessee. Yes, it is. The Rocket Man. So I'm going to bet the Jaguars, just so everybody knows that, because I couldn't live with myself if I bet Tennessee. But I talked to Chad Millman this morning, and he told me God, are you that, a name dropper today? He told me that like everybody he's talked to in the professional betting space loves Tennessee. And that there's a reason why that line is not more like the Eagles-Giants line or the Cardinals-49ers line, where given what Tennessee has looked like the last few weeks and what Jacksonville has done, that should be somewhere between a touchdown and 10-point line based on the way those two teams have played in the last month, between, between 7 and 10. So Derrick Henry. So Vrabel did what you just talked about that Mike McCart, like Vrabel did the, eh, F it, this game doesn't matter against uh, Dallas and sat Henry. He rested guys. Right. He gave his team, he gave his best players for the most part, anybody that was dinged up a bye last week. Well, I just pulled it up too. So so Derrick Henry... So they, they played December 11th, and Jacksonville won 36-22. But Derrick mm-hmm. Henry had 17 for 121. So maybe it's it doesn't matter that Josh Dobbs is the quarterback. They're rested. They're going all in for this game, and they're going to just feed the rock to Derrick Henry 40 times. And they're going to try to they're going to try to dominate it that way. I think I'm everybody a- in the entire NFL knows that, though. You don't have to be John Madden to know that that's what the Titans are going to do in this game. Yeah, but nobody it- can stop Derrick Henry, man. It doesn't matter if you're if you game plan for him. Like so, that. what are you saying? You think Tennessee is going to win that game? I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to come up with a reason why the line is what it is. Okay, I understand that, but you're but but you're not saying you're not making a case to bet that number effectively because you're not going to do it. You're not I'm even not, playing devil's no. advocate. No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. 
Uh, but I, but I'm I'm wondering if every pro likes the Titans, it would probably behoove me to try to start winning games to bet with the Sharps instead of betting with you. Even though, as Spencer points out, we are two and zero on show bets. So, well, but this game also represents everything we've believed in all year. That's that right. Jacksonville I, that's was going to win the division, and that the Titans were frauds. Yes, and the Jacksonville got crowned too early but that they were good and they were going to be a better team in the second half of the year than the first half of the year, but that the Titans were frauds. We, we talked about the AFC South lines on like the first nine episodes of this podcast. <laughs> I know, we really did. <laughs> and, and we were like, eventually it'll be Indy, right? It's going to be Indy. It's going to be Indy. And then here they are. Um, all right, let's keep it moving here. ravens Bengals. So your question here is, has Lamar Jackson played his last game for Baltimore? Yes. Do you what believe do you that? We went around the room off the air today in Pittsburgh, and every person I talked to said yes. Why would Baltimore do that? When he plays, they win. When he doesn't play... He doesn't want to play. They're unwatchable. He doesn't want to play. He doesn't want to play ever? I don't think he wants to play again this year because he thinks he's not 100%. If you saw John Harbaugh... In his very terse press conference about it on Thursday, his tone on Jackson has changed entirely. Where before he was saying things like, we think we'll get him back soon. We just got to be careful. Things like that. To now it's like he's very stern and dismissive about anything regarding Jackson. He thought he was going to have Lamar Jackson back weeks ago. And there was all this reporting about he doesn't want to play with a brace on. He doesn't like the brace, but he might have to wear the brace and all that thing, all that stuff. No, I, I don't think. And like all the ex players who comment on this are saying, "Dude, you got to look out for yourself." Well, I agree with that, but I don't. I I could see him not playing this year if he doesn't feel a hundred percent healthy. Like I, I got no, I got no issue with that. But what are they gonna? They're just gonna trade Lamar Jackson. That's- that's that's my I, I think that this I think that this is the straw that breaks the camel's back on that and they just agree, you know what? This isn't long term gonna work out between us. Let's let's make a trade happen. I don't know, man. The the with Lamar without Lamar offensive numbers and I know quarter I know wins are not a quarterback stat, but they are pretty jarring. No, I know. Um, like the Ravens support cast we've talked about it all year on offense is just not good but Lamar makes it work so like if if they trying to think if they traded Lamar Jackson and they like just acquired draft assets would they just be trying to tank next year and just go for Caleb let me ask you let me propose you another hypothetical trade if you're Seattle would you trade the Russ pick for Lamar Jackson straight up? Who says no to that? Seattle. Why? Seattle doesn't want Lamar Jackson? I think because you immediately have to pay Lamar $50 million a year. That That should be a team that's ready to win now. You just gave me the record for the Ravens when Lamar Jackson plays. You're going to win with him. It's proven. I, do you, I mean, would you? 
No, I would not. But I'm not, but I'm saying knowing knowing about both of these teams, who says no about that deal? And I don't I, I don't think what what the alternative is. Well, we'll get to Seattle in a little bit, but I think I think Baltimore would say yes to that trade in a second. Then they would just draft their quarterback. Yeah, I think I think Baltimore probably would. I think Seattle, man, it, listen, trading picks and signing the player immediately, it's the most expensive way to acquire talent in the NFL. We just saw Cleveland do it with a guy that had missed an entire year. Oh, I mean, we see it all the time. We, we see it with non-quarterbacks. I mean, uh, the Jalen Ramsey trade, the Jamal Adams trade, the Khalil Mack trade. We we see it all the time. A.J. Brown, right? We've seen it with receivers, Tyree yep. Kill. We see it all the time. Um it's just, it's usually for a, the guy that you think is going to like the final piece, the thing that's going to like put you over the the edge. I don't know that Seattle views themselves as being a Lamar Jackson away, but it's a nice hypothetical. Um, are we excited to bet against the Vikings? Vikings, Bears, Nathan Peterman starting for the Bears. Uh, Bears need to lose and then they need Lovey Smith to come through for the Texans against the Colts. And the Chicago Bears will have the number one pick in the draft and Justin Fields. We talk about that part of it later. But how excited are you to bet against the Vikings wildcard weekend? So you, you brought this up weeks yeah. ago about who would be, who would the Vikings be favored against in the first round of the playoffs? And I wanted to bring that back up after their embarrassing performance against the Packers. And I think we're pretty much down to the Giants and Seahawks, and that's it. And even then, I think you could probably make a case for the Giants being favored, but I don't think they would be. I don't think they would be either. And I don't think Seattle would. But I can tell you this. You've you've softened on it more recently, but there was a long time when you were like, they've got the talent and they're winning, but they're just not playing that well. You've got to be off that, right? Yeah. They, they allow over 400 yards a game. Like, yeah, the defensive part of it, I just can't stomach anymore. It's indefensible. It's it's a, it's a a They don't rush the passer, and they don't cover, and they don't particularly tackle, and they don't force turnovers. Um, it's a hell of a combination. But they're going to be in the playoffs. There's no team that I would bet Minnesota. I'm not saying really? that I 100% will bet against them. But there is no team in the NFL. Well, see, that's interesting you say that because if they got Detroit or they got Green Bay and those teams were favored there, which they would You bet them against Green Bay? In Minnesota? Yeah, probably. Oh, you're high. No, I I told you I don't do that anymore. I know. Nobody likes a quitter. Um. Okay, so we get to talk more about the number one pick in the Bears with Texans Colts. Okay, that's fine. So I'll I'll, t- I'll table that for a minute. Chargers Broncos. Oh, you like Jim Harbaugh in Denver? How do you think he would do? He's not. He would never take that job. Why? There's at least 150 million reasons for him to take that job. Yeah. You think that that guy wants to tie himself to Russell Wilson and go up against Justin Herbert and Pat Mahomes four times a year? He's so weird. He might. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you say that. Like any reasonable person would say no, but are we dealing with a normal guy here? He did like sleepovers with kicker recruits in Idaho. 
Like, oh no, I mean, yeah, he's a weird guy. He drinks. He hikes his khakis up to his nipples when he like. He's a weird guy, man. Yeah, he drinks whole milk with steak. Yeah, yeah. He's a weird, yes, but I, and listen, one hundred fifty million dollars. I'll go get my teeth kicked in in the AFC West too, and blame it all on the quarterback. Um, and football coaches believe that they are the magic potion that can solve everything, and that they're this elixir. And you know, he did it with other guys. Why can't he do it with Russell Wilson? I, I'm, I'm sure the ego and the money would. He, he, he'd answer the phone call. But, man, that is a terrible job. It's a terrible job. Okay, so let's say... Other than the money, it's a terrible job. Let's say the Chargers make the playoffs and win a playoff game, and Staley is locked in there for another year. Yeah. Among jobs that will probably become available. With Denver, you've got deep pockets. Now, there's a salary cap. Yeah, it doesn't matter for players. I, I, Danny, I, I just can see Harbaugh thinking, I can see a little bit of myself in Russell Wilson from when I was a quarterback, guy in his 30s, people are starting to give up on him. We both have these weird personalities. You know, I mean, I just... All right, so wait. What, do you, do you think mean, Harbaugh will coach in the NFL next season? Yes or no? Binary we, question. Can we run through the jobs real quick that we think are going to be open? Okay. So New Orleans, Denver. Well, wait a minute. I don't I don't know about New Orleans. I don't know about New Orleans. If they beat Carolina on if they beat Carolina on Sunday, they're what, eight and nine? I don't know about that. Okay. They closed they closed with wins against Philly. Their defense played out of their minds the last seven or eight games of the season. I'm not sure that that's available. We know Indy. Carolina and Denver for sure are interim coachings. And, and Houston, we feel pretty good about, right? Like, Lovey's not there long-term. So they're going to pay two coaches in the last two years to not work, Cully and Lovey. What was the point of hiring Lovey? They, I mean, they signed him to real short deals, but I can't. I don't think Lovey's getting another year, man. Like, you, I don't think they're turning over the number one pick to Lovey Smith. How about Cleveland. Um, Yeah. How about Arizona? See, like, that's a job I could see him taking. That Cleveland or Arizona, I could see, I could see him doing either of those jobs. But do you think he's in the NFL next year? My answer is yes. Yeah, mine is two. Mine is two. That statement was just ridiculous. (laughs) I expect. Not as ridiculous as when he, like, used a Bible verse to explain why. He was going to have his two quarterbacks split the starts at the beginning of the year. (laughs) As it says in the book of Job, (laughs) these Michigan men shall alternate series. I wish there was a passage in the Bible about using trick plays on fourth and goal. That would have helped out, Jim. Against TCU. That was brutal. what What an amazing grift that he has. Of just every year, every year, his name, like he takes a pay cut and then he beats Ohio State and gets the huge raise and just flirts with the NFL every other goddamn year. Yep. Unbelievable. Um, Rams, Seahawks 
Are you convinced Seattle is not going to use the Russ pick on a quarterback? That's why I just brought up the thing about Lamar Jackson. Is that this is your thing. Is that you've been on Geno all year as a lover of Geno. Yeah. And he bounced back against the Jets. But for the most part, great first half, very pedestrian second half of the season. What have you done for me lately? So the Seahawks are probably going to sign Geno Smith to some kind of deal where it gives him a raise, but it's easy to get out of the contract this offseason. That would be my guess. I, yeah, I've, that, been ta- I've been talking about the Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, or like a Ryan Tannehill, like, you know. But that didn't preclude either one of those franchises from drafting quarterbacks, Trey Lance, Mal- Malik Willis. Yeah, and, and, nor, and nor should it, man. Like, listen, Spencer gave us this stat. Geno could break three franchise records on Sunday. He needs five completions for the Seahawks franchise record there, 151 passing yards, and completion percentage. Geno's at 70.2. He's completing 70% of his passes still. And Russell Wilson was 68.8. So he's having a great year. He deserves to get paid, and I hope he gets paid by Seattle, and it still is among my favorite stories of the entire year. But having a top five pick is a rarity in the NFL. And you can draft defensive players who can be great, right? Like Miles Garrett is great. He's a great football player. He's not a bad pick. But he doesn't win you games unless everything else yeah, I, I actually, looking back on it, do not feel like that was a great pick. But, but yeah, but uh, Jadavian Clowney, right? Chase Young. Like, if Washington had to do it again, are they taking Chase Young to, or are they taking Justin Herbert to? Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, but, so it's going to be the same thing this year. People will be like, Will, will Anderson is the highest graded player followed by Jalen Carter. So and would you take Will Anderson or would you take uh CJ Stroud if you're Seattle? It, I this is such a cop out, but it depends on what you have CJ Stroud's value. Like like I I haven't watched every CJ Stroud game, you know? Like I I I but but my point is this. If you think that CJ Stroud can be a top 12 quarterback in the NFL, mm-hmm. you have to draft him. You have to. And even if you think that Will Anderson is going to be a top five pass rusher and go to the Hall of Fame, it's just more valuable to have a top 12 quarterback on a rookie deal. So, because and because the, there's so many examples, man. Like, the, the, uh, the Giants are a good example this year. Like, when you think you're going into a year where you're going to be awful, just like a bunch of weird shit can happen. And then all of a sudden you're like right in the middle of the pack in the NFL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.